Welcome to the Tea and Bites podcast. This program is funded in full or part by Orange County government. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Courtney Powell, also known as My Tech Bay. Courtney, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lane. Glad to be here. I know a lot about you. I'm sure I don't know everything, but for our audience who are just getting to know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Courtney Powell. I'm married to a beautiful young lady by the name of Dr. Lane Powell. Mm -hmm. I was born in Kingston, Kingston, Jamaica. Grew up there uh, since I was uh, 14. My family and I moved to Miami and I grew up in North Miami Beach, went to high school in North Miami Beach. Later on, went to the University of Florida, go Gators, studied engineering from the University of Florida. I relocated to Orlando, Florida, and I've been here ever since my career as a software engineer. That's quite the journey here from Jamaica all the way to Miami and then Orlando. Fun yes. fact for our audience, Courtney and I actually went to the same high school. However, we did not meet in high school. We met at the University of Florida. Do you remember when we met, Courtney? You were you were just smitten by me, I know. <laughs> I do, I do remember. In the University of Florida, I had a job as a, it was a student position. I was the leader of a program called the Minority Mentor Program. It was a paid job for me. Our role was to, as we brought in a, a group of freshman students, they would all be enrolled in the Minority Mentor Program. And the goal of that program was for us to match students, mentors, uh, student mentees with our professors who would mentor those students and provide them, you know, some kind of guidance as they matriculate through, through college, especially those freshman students. So I was leading that program and I met my wife at one of the uh, intake sessions. I was actually introduced to her by a friend of mine, another freshman student at the time. I was a junior, but another freshman student at the time who ended up being my fraternity brother uh, later, he introduced me to, to Lane. Because I guess they, uh, you guys were in the same dorm. He uh, introduced me. He said, hey, you know, Courtney, I want to introduce you to a nice young lady over here. And he brought me over and introduced me uh, to you. And the rest has been history. <laughs> um, and so I'm so thankful that we had an opportunity to, to connect that way because I met you. So tell me a little bit about how you knew you wanted to become an engineer and what that path looked like for you. Well, before my days of uh, University of Florida and ramen noodles and leftovers, which of course was a, a college staple, you know, as I mentioned, I went to school at you know at North Miami Beach Senior High School in Miami, and you know, growing up, I was always um, good in math and sciences, and I really didn't know early on what I wanted to do, and I started looking through some of the books that they had there at the time just to try to see which career I would choose and I at that point uh, was quite interested in engineering so I started flipping through engineering I looked up what they made and I was uh, interested and intrigued by that and so eventually I landed on computer engineering because I, I loved computers so much loved what they paid as a major or as a profession. And I figured I would just combine the two. So that's really how I 
I chose my, my major. I read to learn more about what the major, what the profession was, you know, and, and what type of things they did, you know, learn about software and programming and different applications of, of, of computer programming. And then I really spent a lot of time looking at how much money they earned. That was a key part of it for me. It's just, uh, I wanted to pick something that I liked, that I knew I could be good at, but I also wanted to make money. For me, everything just kind of came together. Yeah, it came back full circle for you because you were already great at math and science. You knew what you wanted to do and you found a profession that could make great money. But that was a nice box checked off for me because I, you know, going to college, I was going there obviously to educate myself, but ultimately I wanted to be able to make, to provide a better life for my family, which circles back to money, right. finances. So, right. so that was important. And I, I, I researched it, found the right one and have a little back since actually. And really having that security to be able to provide for your family, of course. So that's, that's a little interesting. So I get to the University of Florida. I'm majoring in computer engineering. I'm in the, the computer uh, CIS at the time, computer information sciences. I'm, I'm in that department. And I'm going through, I'm matriculating through the program. I get to this one class, and I think it was um, a class in assembly language at the top. And that was a very difficult class for whatever reason. You know, you're talking about a student that's just used to making A's. You know, breeze through, through through high school. But I get to the University of Florida and I take this assembly language class in computer sciences and it totally kicked my butt. And so I changed majors. I decided to change from computer sciences, computer engineering, and I go into the electrical engineering department. Because that's easy, and right? It ended up being a more difficult major. <laughs> <laughs> so... I didn't realize it at the time, but I I changed majors because I wanted to avoid that assembly language class, and I go into double E. So now I'm an electrical engineering uh, student, and I'm taking circuits, and you know I'm taking microelectronics, microelectronics, all of those things, and I'm doing I'm doing well. And later on, I run into assembly language again because double E is an interesting major where you can go hardware or you can go software, even in electrical engineering. So that class that I tried to avoid, I ended up circling right back to having to learn uh, assembly language and program microprocessors as an electrical engineering student. So another interesting thing that happened while I was at the University of Florida, the major changed from electrical engineering to electrical and computer engineering. Mm. So when I graduated, my, my degree is actually in electrical. I graduated from the College of Electrical and Computer Engineering. So I couldn't get away from, from computer engineering. But I got a double E degree, electrical and computer engineering. And my career path was I went along the software path within electrical engineering. So I'm a programmer. I design and build software and systems. Love doing that. That's what that's where I am today. You loved it so much. That's where our date nights were, right? In the College of Engineering's uh, library. We spent many a nights there studying together. I was not, as you know, 
an electrical engineering major, but I wanted to spend time with you. So of course that, you know, that was our, that was our date night. I tell this story a lot and I, I tell it to emphasize the point that sometimes, you know, you don't know where your path is going to lead you, but your passion always takes you there, right? So you were an intern with Lockheed Martin for a number of years while you were at the University of Florida, and I would accompany you to events there. I would read um, some of your computer science books. I would read some of your magazines and I was always fascinated with what you were studying, but never really had the confidence or believed in myself enough to know that I could actually major in computer science as well or engineering for that matter. And so I never pursued that major or, or degree. But of course, as you know, ended up founding Tech Sassy Girls, our nonprofit organization, which inspires and empowers girls in middle and high school, underrepresented middle and high school girls to pursue STEM careers. And so I think this piece for our younger audience who's listening, you know, if you listen to Courtney earlier, he said that he was trying to avoid a class. And so he ended up switching his major only to come right back to it. Right. And so that takes grit and perseverance. And if you want something bad enough, sometimes you just have to muster through and just hunker down and get it done. There are some distractions in college, <laughs> of course. We were dating. Not always not always good for uh, college studies. And I was in a fraternity as well. So there's a lot of, I had a well-rounded, well-balanced uh, undergraduate college. Yes, experience. you did. Yes, you did. But one of the things that I've always loved and admired about you, Courtney, is your grit and your perseverance. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit to, you know, we've gotten married. You're working professionally. I'm working professionally at the local university. Well, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was at work. I was working at, at uh, the university at the time. And you called me and asked me what I wanted to do for lunch. So I dropped everything that day. And met you for lunch over in uh, Waterford Lakes at Smoky Bones. And you just seemed to have a really heavy heart. And I didn't know quite was, you know, what was wrong because you're a pretty even kill guy. So when you say, hey, let's go to lunch, I knew that something was up and I needed to, to get to you as soon as possible. We met for lunch. And I don't know if you remember this day, but we sat and talked and you were talking about your future plans. Right. And what you wanted to do and how you really had a burning desire to start your own business. Do you remember that day? Yeah. So a lot of things happened in, in between uh, college and, and that point. I graduated college as an engineer. I went to work for Lockheed Martin as a software engineer. And that's what brought me here to Orlando. And I worked at Lockheed Martin for four years. And while I did that, I went back and I got a master's degree in Science. So just strengthening my skills and my craft in, in uh, software and computer engineering. And it just got to a point from Lockheed where I decided to, to leave and, and move on for a higher position. And I, and I went to work downtown for a company. It was a commercial real estate and financial services company. So a completely different engine industry from engineering. But I was still doing engineering because I was, I was hired there as a systems engineer. And the idea was that we, within IT, within that firm, we would design and we would support and maintain all the systems that powered the business, the commercial real estate and financial services building business. 
So just got a chance to really learn a whole lot, you know, more besides just engineering and, and that industry, but also saw a lot more about how technology can power different industries and different fields. But I, I think deep down uh, within me, I wanted to own my own business. You remember I mentioned when I was in Jamaica, my path was a, was to be a business major. So I guess that followed me because I always had that entrepreneurship itch. So even though I started my new job with that financial services firm in 2000, I incorporated my company in 2001, the very next year. And I had that business there, the, the same business that I own and operate now. I had that business there and I, I worked it on the side while I still work full time as a uh, assistant engineer within that firm. Now, the plan was always that at some point I would leave my job and I would go do my own thing, running my own technology firm. But that didn't happen until eight years later <laughs> because, you know, as my career progressed in that organization, you know, from uh, systems engineer to manager, of the software engineering team, and then eventually the director of technology, where I had my, my scope included not just managing the software operations and the systems operations, but I also oversaw the financial systems, such as the Oracle platform, the business intelligence system that they use for all the uh, financial analytics and budgeting for the company. I also oversaw the data center. I worked on the disaster recovery plan for the organization. So it was a great stint there, really, to learn all different aspects within uh, IT. And uh, again, uh, school was also very important to me. So while I was going through that eight years, I also went back and got my master's in business administration. So I had an MBA as well. But, you know, after eight years, you know, everyone in their career progression they just come to uh, a turning point, a point where you have to make a decision. You're either going to keep going on your same path, the same career path, or you're going to scratch another itch or answer to another calling. And my calling was was entrepreneurship. So that's when I called you and went out to lunch and met. And what's interesting, before that, I went to... Um, an MBA conference, uh, an MBA conference, the, the Black MBAs, um, they have these annual conferences. And when you go to these conferences, there's a lot of great companies and other targets of the world, Walmarts and all these huge companies that come here to recruit MBA students. There's lots of great seminars that they have and different tracks that you can follow. And I went to a conference and there was a lot of tracks along the career path you know, to grow and develop your, your career in corporate America. And there was another track, entrepreneurship. And that particular year, they had uh, Magic Johnson. He had just was gaining a lot of popularity for his uh, Magic Johnson Enterprises and all the development that he was doing at the time and just really exploding his business. So he was a keynote speaker. He came out and I had a chance to listen to him talk about his journey and just was just very fascinated in what he had accomplished at the time. You know, the, the pull and the calling was just so strong for me at that time to, to leave the company and to 
to do my own business. So I, I called you, of course, my wife, my partner in all of this. We had to have that talk. And uh, that's what that was about. So we met for lunch. We talked about it. And that's when I told you I wanted to, to leave my job and to, to run my business full time. And I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. What are we waiting for? And you were so surprised and so taken yeah. aback by that. <laughs> yeah, it was quite, I mean, you caught me on guard that you were so enthusiastic and, and supportive of it because there is that side of me that's always a very analytical. Yeah. So I, I had thought about this for, for many months and thought about all the scenarios and the what ifs and, you know, trying to figure out how we're going to be able to sustain ourselves um, with both income and health insurance and all that if I were to leave my job. At the time I called you, I was, I was very gone. Oh, I was, I mean, I had made the decision. But when, it, when the words left my mouth, my mouth and, you know, I heard them and then I started processing, you know, I, I, I started to have cold feet. I was like, wait a minute, but maybe... Maybe we would want to do this. You know, there's the, the analytical side of it. Very surprisingly, you said, you know, what did we just talk about? You said we were going to do this. And you actually helped me to, to push the send button at that point to, to make the decision and, and to, to leave. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you need that partner to help you push that send button. Because sometimes we're so fearful uh, that we can't push it ourselves. But you need that extra, that other, not extra, but that other person to help move you and, and propel you forward. And, and you haven't looked back since. You have a very successful software development company, um, Ace Applications. It's been, it's been quite the ride, right? Entrepreneurship is uh, no easy feat. And people think that success happens overnight. We both know that that's not true and that's not the case. There's a lot of sweat equity and a lot of tears and a lot of frustration and a lot of grit, persistence and resilience that goes into it. And again, with with helping to push that send button, sometimes you need that partner or that other person to really support you through those difficult and trying times. Mm -hmm.